Welcome to OceanFit's Onshore Podcast, where Andre Slade, that's me, meets the unordinary people of the open water swimming and water safety community onshore to talk about their adventures, lifestyle and passion for the offshore. In this episode, I met up with John Shearley, Warrnambool's open water swimming botanist who's on swim 93 of 100 consecutive winter ocean swims. We're here in the lovely town of Warrnambool, down the Great Ocean Road, quite away from Melbourne. It's a pretty isolated place down here, and we are speaking to John Shearley, who's quite an isolated swimmer. Welcome, John. Thanks, Andre. Great to be here. Now, John, tell us a little bit about this town, because not too many people get here. Um, yeah, well, it's a bit of a hidden gem, really. It's um typical sort of coastal town. Um, I'm not sure on the uh, the facts and figures. I've only been here 14 years, so um, yeah, not a local as yet. A uh, few quirky facts that people actually holiday in the town, so uh, that's still hard to get my head around. But anyway, the caravan park is very popular with the locals so, over Christmas. So it's an isolated town, but... People isolate them here, yeah, like, yeah. even on holiday. I think, yeah, they've been COVID practicing for, for generations, I reckon, Andre. <laughs> what is it about Warrnambool that you think people just don't want to leave? Uh, I think it's it's very convenient for people to holiday in Warrnambool. Um, and plus, in summer, when we do get a summer, it's, it's very nice to be by the beach. So I think that's the attraction of the caravan park and, and camping there. So 14 years here, what brought you here in the first place? Uh, employment. So I was fortunate enough to get appointed the curator of the Warrnambool Botanic Gardens and, uh, yeah, haven't looked back. It's been a fantastic opportunity in the 14 years. And what does that look like day to day? A bit of management, bit of maintenance, um, dealing with plants, which is my passion. So it's, it's the ideal job. Do you have a favourite plant? Uh, no, no, it's like having a favourite child, I guess. But um, certainly, I, I guess I uh, I tend to come in and out of favour with different things depending how they're performing. But uh, generally, yeah, mixed palette of plants I'm happy with. Now, you're a swimmer, and just recently with the COVID 19 lockdown your swimming changed quite dramatically how did how yeah that? um so i was a uh, always been an ocean swimmer but also a pool swimmer with the warnable masters um but when the pool closed i decided i'd take up lunchtime swimming and uh practicing isolation um yeah and i'm up to my 93rd solo swim and so you come down here to the, the pavilion the yacht club and yeah, lunchtime swimmer. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I'm fortunate enough that uh, work allows me to, to take some time off and they're big on uh, health and well-being. So that certainly ticks all the boxes, the ocean swimming. So, um, yeah, so I'm able to uh, chalk up number 93 today, actually. So I'm feeling pretty good, though. I'm in the nervous 90s. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer we didn't get you on your century, but uh, I'm sure we'll hear about that. Even the uh, local cafe servers knew who you were and what number you're up to. So <laughs> you say you're not a, a local, but uh, you're definitely a local down here by the sounds of it. 
things on the right. Yeah, no, it's um, that's the beauty of, of ocean swimming, and I think swimming in general, it's a it's a real community sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's great, and I I sort of apart from my uh, COVID ninety three swims, I'm I'm a very social swimmer, so I do appreciate the swimming community. When you did that first swim, did you have in mind that you're going to do 100, 100 plus? Or when when was it that you realised, gee, I've started getting a few consecutive here, I better keep going? Because it's not just the cafe guys that know that you're doing this. There's other people that I've talked to that know that you're doing this. So uh, when did it become a thing? Yeah, good question. Um, I guess once I, once I got to about 20 odd, and certainly once I got to 50, I th- thought, yeah, you have to go for the ton now. Um, but yeah, just that regular routine of, of swimming in the ocean just grabbed hold of me, I think. And yeah, it just become, I'm, I, th- I think I'm that type of person anyway, loves a bit of routine. So, um, yeah, and it certainly hasn't been easy. Some days are better than others. Um, but yeah, it's it sort of grabbed hold of me and I embraced it, I guess. So what kind of conditions do you get down here in, in the bay? There's some kind of sheltered areas. There's also a bit of swell that rolls in. What are the mixture of conditions that you would swim in? Yeah, it's quite um, it's quite varied actually, although we've got the breakwater here which provides a, a fair bit of, bit of shelter. Um, we do get some big seas in. Um, yeah, we do have a lot of, uh, a lot of seaweed, uh, as you've seen. Um, but yeah, we, day to day it's, it's very different. Today, fortunately, was a – was a flat day, a little bit of swell coming through. But yesterday there was quite a bit of swell, quite a lot of water movement out there. So, um, and that's probably one of the things I enjoy about ocean swimming is it's it's not always the same. Conditions change, um, so yeah, it's always a challenge. So we're we're here kind of opposite Logan's Beach, and this is a nursery site for the southern right whale. We have some of the females come in here and give birth to their whales. Have you seen any of those? Uh, I haven't personally, but I know the swimming group on the weekend, they've encountered a whale during their time. So, um, yeah, that would be spectacular, actually. So I've been fortunate enough to swim with dolphins. Uh, they frequent this part of the, the bay um, occasionally, um, and that was during one of the lunchtime swims that, yeah, there was about six dolphins out there. So, uh, yeah, that was an amazing experience. And so we were on a high for about two weeks afterwards, I think. <laughs> Humans aren't the only land-based animal, <laughs> for want of a better word. I'm ch- you can tell where I'm going here, hopefully, that uh, swim in the wa- waters down here. The, the horses come down. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, big advocate for the horses because they actually warm the water up for me. Um, right. But, yeah, they, no, they exercise the horses through here um, in the mornings generally, Um yeah, and it's supposed to be very therapeutic for the horses in terms of their muscle relaxation and, and training and things like that. So they walk them in the water and also gallop them on the sand. G'day, kia ora. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about OceanFit. Back in 2009, OceanFit started as an ocean swim school on the golden sands of Bondi Beach. But now we've become so much more. We deliver our world-leading training to hundreds of swimmers every summer on beaches throughout Australia, and thousands learn from our free educational resources online. Our Swim Scout directory, available on our website and app, will help you find a swim buddy, connect with social swimming groups, and discover swim events 
throughout the country. You can also participate in one of our events. Escape with us on a wet and wild weekend or immerse yourself on a boutique ocean swimming holiday at home or abroad. So what are you waiting for? Dive right in at oceanfit.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this episode and swim free. When you're out there swimming by yourself, what are you thinking? This is this is the beauty of my life, Andre. I'm not a deep thinker, so I don't think about much at all. <laughs> Just switch right off. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely relaxation time for me. Um, but seriously, if if I've got an issue at work or an issue at home or something, uh, I tend to mull over that, and I probably get a get a more informed response or a bit more mature uh, reaction to the problem. So it's it's very therapeutic being out there, and I'm lucky at lunchtime that I very rarely see anyone. Um, I've sort of got the place to myself, which is yeah, which is lovely. Swimming by yourself and and doing the ton isn't uh, isn't the only thing about you. You've, you swim with the group, like you said before, regularly. What what kind of group swimming do you do down here? Yeah, we've um, generally the the masters swimmers. A lot of those transfer over to the ocean as well. Um, but there's a few that just do the ocean. So, you know, Saturday and Sunday mornings, um, we normally meet up and head out. And if it's a nice day, we could have 50 odd swimmers. If it's not so nice, we might have eight. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, as I said, the, the social aspect of that swimming is fantastic to, to have the swim, to have the coffee, to have breakfast after. Yeah, it sets you up for a fantastic day. One, th- one of the things I like about the bay here is you've got the, the boys to swim around. But it's not just the course that you guys swim, is it? You've got some other courses? Yeah, yeah, certainly um, the surf club's just around the corner, so sometimes we swim in the surf club and back. Otherwise, if it's a nice day, we can swim around the back of the breakwater into Stingray Bay, um, and that's a fantastic swim because we actually swim over kelp forest and and there's a reef out there, and, um, yeah, it's it's an amazing swim. Just got to pick the right conditions. It's like a mini Bay of Islands or something. When I was I had the drone up. Looking for you, and I was like, "Wow, that looks amazing over there." Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. We um we sometimes have a a group from Melbourne come and swim with us, and they're always itching to go around the back. So uh, yeah, it's great to show off what Warnable has to offer. As far as your let's call it a swimming career goes, you've also done some some pretty big swims you've taken your swimming international yeah i've um i've been lucky i guess um so i've done uh done some swimming in fiji done some swimming in samoa and also uh lake geneva i did that last year so just the not the whole of the lake but uh just the 13k's from lausanne to evion so that was uh that was a great opportunity and Again, just meeting people and things like that. Also, um, swam in Montenegro, uh, which was absolutely beautiful water, beautiful food. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. So that's that's probably the uh, the ultimate of swimming is uh, what you can surround yourself with after the swimming. So um, yeah, I've been been very fortunate. What's the difference between swimming in the ocean and and some of those lake swims that you've done? Oh, I'd, I'd sum it up by hard work, <laughs> lack of buoyancy. Right. Um, yeah, it's just 
yeah, it's very <laughs> it's miles and miles apart in terms of effort. So um, yeah, Lake Geneva was um, yeah hard work. But uh, mind you, I probably wasn't in tip-top condition when I did that. So I'd spent some time in Barcelona and um, the Netherlands beforehand um, and probably ate and drank a bit too much. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different different feel and different style. So, yeah, hard work. So it was a uh, food tour with a little bit of swimming. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so I was overseas for eight weeks. So I did some volunteer work at Kew Gardens while I was there as well. So, um yeah, it was, a, it was a fantastic trip and, and certainly given the COVID conditions at the moment, uh, yeah, I was very pleased that I made the most of the opportunity when I did. So you swim here in uh, Warrnambool and the waters, I mean, today it's about 12, 13 degrees. I'm sure it gets a little bit colder. And then you go to Fiji and Samoa where the water's mid-20s higher. Do you enjoy the warm water after you've acclimatised to the cold down here? Uh, yeah, it's it's like swimming in a bath, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I appreciate the warm water. Yeah, I'll never knock it back. That's for sure. If anyone says they do it easy in the cold water, I think they're lying. But uh, that's my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, I don't mind uh, the warm water. We swim in Sydney occasionally as well, so we we take a group from Warrnambool up to Cronulla, um, swim around Shark Island, um, and it's beautiful up there. You know, normally 21, 22 degrees. Um, fantastic. It's great that you share your knowledge of Sydney and take some of these locals, get some of the locals out of the town. <laughs> That's an achievement in itself, I think. Um, but, yeah, I think we've been doing it for three or four years now. So we just Airbnb up there and um, there's a fantastic group in Cronulla called the Shark Island Psycho Swimmers. And, uh, yeah, we joined with them. And my parents were originally in, in um, Sydney, so I grew up in Sydney. So, um, yeah, they're, they're very uh, – very accommodating group and as I said before that swimming community it's pretty special I reckon and you've got a swim in your sights overseas again yeah yeah so uh, Lake Zurich we we're going to do I was going to do that um, this year but obviously circumstances have changed and I actually got an email last night saying they've deferred my entry to next year so um, yeah just gives me a bit more time to uh, do a bit more training so when you're training for those types of swims, do you do anything different or is, is swimming just part of your lifestyle and those when those swims come around they Yeah, I'm around? I'm probably I'm probably fortunate with with the coaches we have in, in Warrnambool that they were able to set me up with a program. Um, really encouraging. Um, and also again, I probably enjoy the training more than the event in a way because it everyone seems to get involved and, you know, I'll say, oh, I'm doing a six-hour swim, who's keen to hop in and, you know, they'll organise a roster where they'll they'll come in for half an hour or an hour or do whatever and, yeah, just that sense of community, as I said before, it's, yeah, I really enjoy that aspect of training. It's, yeah, getting other people involved and particularly when people doubt what they can do, their ability, and they find that they can do these things and, yeah, that's it's pretty special. I feel like each kind of group needs the crazy one, the one that does the longest swims and the most training, and they kind of start to drag others in. And when you, the ones that get dragged in are the ones that would never do the the long stuff, but they feel like they're a part of it when they when they do their little fraction of of your long swims. But that's that's what this is all about, isn't it? Oh, too right. Like it's yeah. Um, challenging people, encouraging people, and yeah, bringing them along like it's it's great. And I guess when I do those longer swims, so I've done Rotnest and done Port to Pub, things like that. Um, 
it's great to think about all the training you've done with those people too, and I reckon that pushes you across the line too, thinking that you know you don't want to let them down, and they've put they've invested a lot of time into you and things like that, and yeah, it spurs you on, I reckon. Tell me more about the master swimming scene because that's not something that uh, I've talked about much. Okay. So far, but it's it's ingrained in the the swimming psyche of Australia, basically, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a it's a fantastic um, organisation where pretty much um, anyone above eighteen can can join a masters, and our our age group, I guess, ranges from twenty three to eighty four. So and and having those older swimmers with you as well is that's an encouragement in itself to to keep them going and we normally have a coffee afterwards and things like that so yeah very much a social group but also we're churning out the case so it's not an easy uh, it's not an easy session so um it's great training and yeah it's just that environment i guess of yeah encouragement and we're fortunate that we've got good coaches so in warnable which um make it a lot easier for us to get into the competition side of it uh no we uh i think warnable used to but yeah, we don't anymore. So yeah, health and well-being. Health and well-being. Let's push that bar, I reckon. Um, but we do competitive ocean swimming and things like that. There's a there's a three series here called the Shipwreck Coast series. So it swims Warrnambool, Port Ferry, and Port Campbell. And um, yeah, majority of the masters would hop in there and and have a crack. So that's that's always a good day. And um, yeah, it's a good opportunity for everyone to participate and. Yeah. Again, sort of push those boundaries and get out of the comfort zone because you don't know what conditions are going to prevail on the day. Um, so it's a real good challenge. What do you think is more challenging, distance or temperature being cold? Yeah, yeah good question. Um, probably the cold. Um and what I've found too is during this sort of COVID time, um, swimming by myself, it's a real challenge to get in. Like when you swim with a group, you normally get dragged along and, you know, you're going to go, you're going to meet at nine, you're going to swim. But when you're swimming by yourself, it's it's a mental challenge to get in there and to do it. And some days are better than others. Um, like some days I can do, you know, four and a half K. Other days I'll struggle to do two and a half K, but I'm, I'm yet to work out what the secret is. Um, but... Yeah, probably temperature is, yeah, because people react differently to to different temperatures too. So um, it's a matter of acclimatising and, and being safe as well in terms of not pushing it right to the limit. So what have you learned about cold water swimming that you could pass on to others that are kind of keen to get it? Because I know there are health benefits to cold water swimming, but overall those swims – getting prepared to go in the water, being in the water, and then what you do after the swim. What's your style? Uh, <laughs> so it is um, preparation's the key, I think, to, to most things in life. Um, and it's a matter of, yeah, I, I think enjoying it as well. So I'm not a big pusher of it's no wetsuit or not at all. So those that wear wetsuits, good on them. Like they're still out there, they're enjoying it. No problems at all from my end. Um but yeah, enjoyment factor is critical for me. So if I wasn't enjoying it, I wouldn't be doing it. 
Um, but yes, slowly, slowly acclimatising yourself to that colder water rather than just jumping in and thinking you can do a lazy 5K. Um, yeah, and just swimming within your limits too. And, and if you're beginning, um, swim with someone else, swim with a group. So don't do the solo thing. I'll probably get a slap on the wrist for, for swimming solo. Um, but yeah, that's my choice. And it's quite crucial to have good after-swim facilities. And um, Victoria, I've found out, has really good affiliations with yacht clubs and um, we've got the, the Brighton Bathers and they have their own shower systems and all that type of thing. You've got a, a membership here with the yacht club? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm fortunate. So um, social membership with the yacht club and that, purely means that I can use the uh, the hot water. So I uh, I have a uh, shower afterwards. Um, and it's only this year that I've really embraced it. Before it was uh, it was just hard work, so chill veins and everything like that. But maybe I've matured. Um, maybe I've just become acclimatised to it. But I do enjoy my warm shower at the end. I notice you've got a couple of tattoos there on your forearm. They look suspiciously like something connected to ocean swimming. Um, yeah, good pick up, Andre. Um, so on my right forearm, I have a penguin, which sort of uh, I like to think that we can celebrate things. I, I hate this notion of just moving on in life without celebrating. So for my cold water, um, so the penguin signifies my winter swimming without a wetsuit. And on my left forearm is a jellyfish, which uh, reminds me of the port pub swim that I did recently, where the first five k's was through jellyfish. So, and unfortunately, it was a two and a half k loop. So once we went through the first slot at two and a half, then we turned around and had to come back through them. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> that was a bit torturous, but um, so a good reminder that I reckon we can achieve a lot in life when we just put our mind to it and get on with the job. So if we were summing John up as an ocean swimmer, why do you do it and why will you always do it? Oh, good one. Thanks, Andre. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, I like the challenge. Uh, I like the feeling of being out there by myself um, and I think I'll always do it because I'm a bit of a social creature despite my uh, my COVID activities uh, and I enjoy watching other people succeed at what they do too. So I enjoy watching people probably from a distance achieving stuff that they never thought they'd achieve um, and helping them along the way um, and obviously the coffee after the swim's the, the critical point. It's uh, It's the best part. Thanks for your time, John. It's been great to talk to you. Good luck uh, with the ton. I'm Thanks. sure you'll get there. <laughs> Thanks, Andre. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping uh, the nervous 90s. Um, I'll be right. Thanks again. Cool. Thanks. Thanks.